Let's do it. Yeah, we're just gonna New leap house. right in. New cause, place. Cause we got not a lot of time. We got plenty of time. Uh, that's what she said. Anyway, lots of clanking. Cheers. It's a yeah, cheers. new place. New place, new house. We always we always have a new space. Yeah. To, lots uh, of new spaces here. <laughs> and I know that last time you heard us talk, we probably said something about setting up a studio somewhere. But it turns out we're gonna set up a studio in a different in place. A, in another spot. <laughs> and like, I don't wanna jinx us or try to make things like yeah super necessarily a competition but like i feel like this is the third time no i just mean people that, call that the charm what i mean is like uh we're gonna set up a studio here right yeah and that means that if we have a studio here kind of just means that bomb the everglades has a studio <laughs> here right you know what i mean like not really any getting around that that's fine yeah, I think that's totally fine. But then it might be like maybe we could consider maybe we should consider starting our own network. A network? Yeah. Us? Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> Let's make sure we got the studio set up first before That's we, yeah, uh, I mean first things first. Before we make the leap. Also, uh if you were at the Saturday October fourteenth show at Joker's Comedy Club in Richland and heard me promote weed and whiskey. And they're, and you might be listening now? Then kudos. Thank All right. you. Alright. Fucking sweet. Fucking sweet. I am Josh. And, uh, and I'm Casey. Is, that's Casey. And this is Weed and Whiskey. Weed and whiskey. And we're doing a thing. It's in our <laughs> new... People, people are going to think that we just break into homes <laughs> and use their dining rooms. I mean, what if we did? Because we move around so much. What if we did? No one knows if well, we do or not. Well, the thing is, is like, we're not like, we're the kind of guys where if we broke into your home, we're not breaking into your home by kicking the door open. Right. Like, we're not going to break into your, like, we're going to come into your home because yeah. you didn't leave it properly secured. Right. Not because we had to physically break something to gain access to your space. Or because you trusted us to house it, and we just have the key. Oh no, that from years ago. That's dumb. It's probably new tenants. That's real dumb. <laughs> that's my favorite thing about like every now and then you'll find like a key when you're moving, and you're like, oh fuck, that's yeah. from the fraternity. I just found one today. <laughs> In some box that I had, some storage thing I had. Really? Yeah, I don't know Great. what it's for. I was stoked. To- Tooting my key ring down, dude. Yeah. Like when I moved here, I was like, Drops "Well, fuck! Weight. I got the, I got the car key. Gotta <laughs> have the car key." Yeah. And now I don't live there anymore, <laughs> and I don't work at the weed farm anymore. Yeah. Fuck it. Actually, the weed farm key I lost in the river. It's probably a safe place. I think it. that's a really yeah. safe yeah. place to keep it. If you find the key to that weed farm. And then know where it goes, like what weed farm it belongs to. Really good odds, and you deserve it. Deserve to have that. (laughs) Yeah, agreed. Like, I mean, like if you're a careful listener of this podcast, you'll know what weed farm it belongs to. Right. But for you to find it in the Spokane River, or on the banks of the Spokane River, they're gonna have an influx of people who found keys in rivers just going to that place down there. That's fine. Let them pay five bucks for a ticket. <laughs> get, get a shot at it. Mmm. Mmm. 
that Evan Williams mm-hmm. with seven up. You could call That's it a seven it. and seven. People, yeah, some people would. I mean... I don't know why you wouldn't call it an Evan and Seven, though, because that's... Holy shit, yeah. dude, up top. <laughs> it's not that's that fucking thinking. It's not hard to think about it when the bottle's right in front of you. No, it's not. <laughs> I would love to go into a bar and order an Evan and a, Seven. Can I get an Evan Seven? Can I get a Seven, you, Evan? Oh, yeah. You, that's the thing about you and I. Is that our brains work opposite in that regard. <laughs> like like emphasis slash order. Right. Like syllabically you emphasize different parts of words. Yeah. Like you hit different syllables. And it's not like a thing I don't think it's necessarily like a conscious thing. No. It might be it might have been at one point. It's a cadence issue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that issue is the right word. I don't think it's an issue. Right. But it's a it's a cadence. It's definitely a difference in approach. You know like, what I mean? Like I have high school. Well, I have like a group of high school friends that I still communicate with, and they say they used to call me Casey with a slow cadence because they were like talk 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 talk, and I wouldn't be able to get it. People thought I didn't like having conversation like <laughs> that I was antisocial for a long time. <laughs> I gotta Just because I couldn't get a word in edgewise. I gotta say, that fucking makes so much sense about the first couple of years I knew you. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't give a shit. If well, that's the other thing. Like, somehow it's those two things together. Yeah. Because it's like a lot of people can't get a word in edgewise, but it pisses them off. Right. And they're like, sure. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, well, fucking, I guess yeah. I'll get in when I so fit in. It's your guys' loss. I have a real fucking, <laughs> a real fucking gem. <laughs> God, that's the thing, you know, that's the thing that I think is, I don't know about the, but one of the most remarkable things about you. What did I... <clears throat> no, you what, have you have an ease and a self awareness that is so lost on our generation. Like we just can't do <laughs> it. And like, uh, not to. I mean, I don't think any of our parents are listening anymore. So, do you think they are? Mine definitely are not. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I just don't want to like put something. My parents out. don't even know what a podcast. Right. Is. I don't want to put something on the yeah. record where you're like not stoked that it's on the record. Right. But at the same time, like we do this as often as we can. Yeah. And we do talk about stuff. <laughs> I just mean like when we went to Conscious Culture Festival. Oh yeah. And yeah. you took hallucinogenic drugs or psychedelics. Yeah. I mean, like that's a big moment for a lot of people. <laughs> Like, for some people, it's yeah. like there's life before drugs and life after. Mm-hmm. And for other people, it's not quite that intense, but they have, like, these big, like, realizations about self. And, like, you had already done so much self-work in your head that you were able to just have fun. Yeah. Like, you were just having a good don't, time. But don't paint, don't paint the wrong picture. It's not like I... I think it is. Did that work consciously? Like, I don't agree. Deli- I wasn't deliberate. You don't think? You don't think no, you were deliberate in it? No. Maybe it's Maybe just, it didn't feel deliberate. I yeah, I think that might be the thing. Like, I don't think... I don't mean like you were sitting around for months on end having these deep like thoughts. meditating. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I just mean like, for whatever reason, 
you had enough confidence as a person at a certain point to be like, oh yeah, that's just how that is. Yeah. And so many people can't get their head around it. They think like, yeah. oh, I'm not normal or I'm not this or that. And you're just like, well, fucking people yeah. are different. Yeah. <laughs> it's out of your control. Yeah, I should watch should fucking worry about, about it. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Our society has the hardest fucking time realizing that, like, hey, man, like, what's going to happen is going to happen. Like, so long as right. you do your due diligence, like, you show up to work and you work diligently with a decent attitude and you try to be a good person and all that like right. past that like whatever's gonna happen is gonna fucking happen right and you really can't like it's like you can't control outcomes that's the way it was phrased to me you can't yeah. control I mean, an outcome. up to a certain extent you can't like you but... can you can give your best input to a situation you can yeah. try your hardest like you can have the yeah. The best clothes and the best interview and the tightest resume mm-hmm. and all that shit doesn't mean you're getting the job. Right. 90% of the time doesn't mean you're getting a job. Yeah. For sure. Fine. Whatever. But to expect that right. because you did this that automatically like usually that follows. <laughs> usually if you go into it with the expectation you're going to be very disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the, like that that's very, like, that's profound realization. There's a level of profundity there that if you get that and you, like, not only do you say that, but you believe it and you understand what that means, like, yeah. you're so far ahead of the curve that people that don't get that yet, like, think that's insulting to hear. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're like... <laughs> I did all the worksheets right. through school. Right. Was there for every class, perfect attendance. Right. Why would I not get this? Yeah. Well, they they just didn't like you. They just... You didn't seem like someone they wanted around. (laughs) 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 I wonder if anyone's ever gotten that. Sure they have. You're super qualified, but you just... Don't seem like someone we want around the office. (laughs) I mean, I can tell you this. I... I work in, we both work food service. Mm-hmm. In the kitchen into things, we have a, the, the exact same thing, which is that, like, clearly your references say, like, your resume says you're qualified for this, but right. you're fucking annoying. <laughs> like, ugh. Like, I would so much rather have someone who has very little experience, but a willingness to learn. Right. And someone who's stoked about their credentials. Mm. Like, I don't give a fuck. That's like the number one thing that's so hard to get through to people that have legit culinary training. Right. Is it like, <clears throat> cool, you went to the Culinary Institute of America, or Le Cordon Bleu, right. or you slummed it, air quotes, at SFCC or SCC, like, yeah. whatever, that's a great program, by the way. Yeah. But like... You were taught that this is what Caesar dressing is? Cool. Great. It's well, not here, Caesar, yeah. here, this is what yeah. we do. And, like, those people that have, like, legit pedigreed education in, like, watching them not be able to wrap their heads around, like, the fact that, like, oh, we just do it this way here. Right. Like, like I don't know I what see, to tell you, bro. I see you probably know how to make all the, uh, what do they call them, the mother sauces. Right. You know, all eight all mother the, sauces. You know those, but are you willing to wash a couple pans now and then? 
Right. Oh, really, really fuck, jump dude. In the dish pit. Holy fuck. I can't tell you the number of people that walked out of the 2-7 because of that. Because they're like, I didn't fucking get this job to wash dishes. <laughs> and I'm like, you didn't get this job to have an easier day? You didn't get this job. Like. <laughs> this job that's in a kitchen that gets busy sometimes. <clears throat> you didn't well, think that maybe you'd have to wash the dish? <clears throat> no, to be fair, to be fair, like where I work now, I don't. Wash dishes. Right. But if it was needed... Oh, fuck. If it was needed, that's irrelevant. Yeah, of course I would... I would would jump at the opportunity to have a dishwashing shift. (laughs) Not like every week, but like every now and then. Yeah. Like, oh, you need me to wash dishes? So I can get as high as I want? (laughs) Okay, great. I will be there. I will wash all the dishes. Because I've... I was taught once there there's one secret to being a great dishwasher. And that is always keep the machine running. <laughs> like they're not if you're working at a place and they're worried about how full the racks are when they go through the dishwasher, that place does not have long that place is probably gonna fail soon. <laughs> like I get it, you shouldn't just be running the dishwasher on empty. Right. But like if you're putting through like five plates and a cup better than not having clean shit or right. I don't know what yeah. to say man like it's fucking better to keep the machine running while you're scrubbing a pot <laughs> like yeah. something is being cleaned while you're cleaning another thing right also when the machine's running that gives you time to take the other clean shit you've made back to where it goes <laughs> yeah like it's this beautiful break in your scrubbing shit schedule <laughs> it's so perfect fuck dude like if you, if everybody made the same amount of money, there's no way I wouldn't be a dishwasher. <laughs> like, why would you... I think there's a lot of people that would... I don't... Would like, be... I th- I say that, but, like, also at the same time, like, if you've ever washed dishes as a job... Yeah. It's a whole other thing to have to go into it every day. Right. Like, you're just the guy that gets shit on. And yeah. very few places, like, care about you. <laughs> If you work at a place that cares about you as a dishwasher, then you should stay there and keep washing dishes there. Right. Like, legit. They're going to pay you $16, $17 an hour to wash dishes. Like, stay there. Because <laughs> that's a lot of fucking money to wash dishes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I chose big numbers on purpose. <laughs> Fuck. How was the Tri-Cities, Josh? Richland? Is that... I was in Richland yeah. at Joker's Comedy Club. Home of the Bombers? Uh, the Richland High School it was Bombers? Fucking, there was a game, dude, on Friday night or whatever when we drove in. Yeah. And uh, that was cool. Um, I thought that the weekend went well. Thursday was a very sparse crowd. Yeah. And I led with drug material. <laughs> Which is just what I had planned. Right. And the opening of it is rough. (laughs) But thankfully, that material is, like, very true to life. And the punchline, like, the larger punchline of it, hits almost regardless. Right. Because you don't have to like drugs to have a basic understanding of what they are. Right. And that's all I need. Is that you (laughs) get what drugs are. Right. Perfect. And, uh... <clears throat> because I try to keep an open ear 
Like, I remember Greg Beecher saying that he talked to Corey Michaelis, and Corey was like, hey, if you ever host somewhere, fucking do new shit every time, so that they know you have enough fucking shit to feature. But not new, but different. Right. Do a different, do as do much different material as right. you can, which is a big fuck up I made when I hosted for Miss Pat, because I didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And... Because I'm too proud to ask people, apparently. <laughs> but this time at Joker's, I was like, fuck that. I did all new shit each time. Yeah. And Friday or Thursday was rough, but Friday and Saturday went great. And I do not mean to disparage anyone who's trying to do comedy from L.A. But if you're in Richland and you're from L.A., just no one cares about traffic in L.A. The future was a really mm-hmm. nice young lady, but you mean she... in Richland? Yeah. Uh, no one in Richland cares about traffic in L.A. The future was a really nice young lady, but she just didn't do super well uh, any night. It's one you got to win over <clears> there. Because if they know you're from L.A., or if you... You just shouldn't you say you're from in, L.A. Yeah. when you're in Richland. I mean, that's yeah. your first mistake. Yeah. And second of all, like... If you're in Richland and you say you're from L.A., you should, like, try to align yourself with them. Like, oh, fuck those idiots down in L.A. Right. Or... But, like, it's just... I don't know. I was hosting... Todd Armstrong was the headliner. Yeah. And, you know, he basically boiled it down to, like... The issue is if you're from L.A. and you're coming to Richland, you just don't get how in your own thing you are. Right. Like, you're trying to do jokes about Tinder... And not yeah. everyone here uses Tinder. Like, right. like they don't get the premise <laughs> because they're already married. Right. <laughs> right? Like, it's it's not to shit on anyone. It's just like, hey, man, like, you gotta, you got to be cognizant of the area right. you're at. Yeah. Like, yes, people in Richland have received dick pics. No doubt. Yeah. But on the scale and variety of L.A., Mm, I don't think so. It's not, it's not enough people. Hey, there's not enough people, but even if you did it, like, comparative percentage-wise. Right. Like, no. <laughs> like, there's just... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people in Richland are not as dick-pick happy. Yeah. Again, not saying there Is aren't dick It's the highest... Or one of the highest percentages of PhDs. Oh, sure. Per capita in the world. Yeah. So it's yeah. not to say that there aren't dick pics. It's they just, just a, don't have time. <laughs> right. They're doing things that they're They're stopping like. nuclear mm-hmm. things from exploding. Like the whole city. So the whole I thought town. the weekend was great. Um, I don't know if Max is listening to this. I doubt it. If he is, I hope that I, it's okay to say that Like I think I'm going to get a feature cool. out of the weekend. You know cool. what I mean? Like I think I did well enough. Yeah. Um... Uh, I just felt really good about the weekend. The only the only bummer about it was having to drive there and back each yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> which is again what I would do if I were featuring, but yeah. well, it's whatever, dude. Yeah. I think uh, uh there was a comic that asked me how the weekend was because he'd been offered to do that but turned it down because mm-hmm. he just didn't think a hundred dollars was really worth his time to right. go to Richland. It's called investment. Look, I fucking get it, right? Yeah. But unless you're like, unless you're a touring feature, like mm-hmm. you're an already established on-call touring feature, then yeah, fucking hosting Jokers is worth your time. Right. Like, I don't. 
no one doing this who isn't already on Netflix like is safe. Like right. we're you need to be hungry. Yeah. And if you're not hungry enough to break even driving two or two mm. and a half hours to a gig and back each night, then I don't know what to tell you, but like... Yeah. It's actually a up. really good... It's a good deal for Spokane comics <clears throat> in the area. Cause it's oh, like, Dudley, especially like you worked, Spokane. You worked your day job and still... Yeah, I worked eight to four brunch and then I got home, showered, pooped, smoked the bowl, <laughs> got in the car, drove to Richland. Yeah. Three nights in a row, and drove home, and it was brutal. <laughs> but Saturday night, I bought a Red Bull for the way home, and I was like, why did I do this the other two nights? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, like, I had to work at eight, so I didn't want to, like, get hopped up on caffeine on the drive home to not right. be able to go to bed when I got yeah. home. But it turns out, like, that's a way better feeling to be hopped up on caffeine and not, like, not swerving into the ditch. Off. yeah. Like you can you can have a beer when you get home or whatever. Right. Like you can figure you can jerk off. You'll you'll yeah. be fine. You'll go to bed. Right. <laughs> Better to be safe on the road. Yeah. Now we know. <laughs> Casey, uh, you're doing the comedy confessions tonight. Yeah. Doing it at the Riddler tonight. Are you excited? I'm gonna confess my sins. Yeah, it's a fun. Uh, I like the new format. I think it's good. Um, how do you... Do you plan to be fairly forthright? Like, do you... Are you just going to shoot from the hip and straight... As far as what? My set? Or... No, in the questions. In the Q&A? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be... I mean, I'm always... I was telling somebody about this show today. <laughs> right. And then I was trying to figure out, like, what I'm going to do for my set. It's a little hard for me to... To figure out, to be like, oh, I'm going to go confess this, because I feel like anyone, I mean, it's a local show, so anyone who's seen me before and knows my material, it's mostly true. Right. So I don't have, and it's, I don't have that much to confess on top of any of the shit I talk about. Yeah, fair, but, anyway. but like, uh, whether they're good or bad, you're going to get asked some questions. Yeah. You know, so it won't be like at least just like a, oh, hey, so tell me about that joke and why, what? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> like, I'm not saying every fucking question you get is going to be a keeper. Right. But at least it won't just be like, tell me about joke two. <laughs> I'll probably need him to clarify what joke two is, but yeah, I'll be... I, I don't know. I thought that was the best show I'd seen at the Riddler in a long yeah. time. I like that format. That weird mix open mic format thing. It's good, but like, it's not an open mic. <laughs> what do you mean the, um... It's just not an open mic. Like... You mean the, the other show at the river? Yeah, yeah. The, the... It doesn't call it an open mic. It calls okay. it a showcase. Oh, okay. I think. I think that's more of what it is. It's definitely more of a showcase. Yeah, he's trying to get people at all different levels for those. Yeah. So you have a little bit of a climb in the uh, Fuck, yeah. ladder. And that's <laughs> always the real debate about booking, right? Yeah. It's like, you obviously want to book the strongest show you can book. Right. But at a certain point, like, you've got to give people a place to fucking grow. Yeah. And that means that you're going to encounter people who think they have time that they don't. Right. It means, you know, like, but that's why if you're booking shows, you have to watch a ton of open mics. You have to see who's out 
If somebody has a killer five minutes, you can give them ten at a showcase and let them stretch their legs or whatever. That's fair because, like, that sounds like something Todd was saying, like, uh... Because sometimes people, a lot of times people do material at open mics and they have that limited time and it would be, it would probably be really funny if they had a little more time to build context before they drop whatever, like... Yeah, bombs they're gonna drop that won't get a laugh in an open mic but when you have time on stage to let the audience like know know who you are yeah bit, yeah no they, I fully yeah. I fully because that's a big problem I have yeah is that like I'm not only a guy who does drugs mm-hmm. but if I only have five minutes and I'm doing those jokes you're just a stoner I'm not yeah at best <laughs> at best I'm yeah. just a stoner you're just a druggie yeah holy fuck yeah so like I fully dude like I fully get that um. So yeah, like we said, we're having some Evan Williams. It's a staple, and then uh, today we're smoking. Well, I'm smoking, in case he's vaguely inhaling. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's strawberry Kush. Which yeah. yeah, which by the way, like dude, you're a guy who appreciates the plant. Like check check out the bouquet on that. Let me check this out. Check honest. The check the bouquet on that. Yeah, it's strawberry Kush. Like yeah, but it, you mm-hmm. get a vague strawberry. Yeah, yeah. And like that is the crazy thing about weed. Okay, so yeah. like it's not like for it's not like smelling strawberry candy. No. Uh, it's like definitely still smells like weed. Right. But it smells like strawberries and weed. Right. And I don't smell weed anymore. <laughs> so to me, it basically it smells like strawberries. strawberries. Yeah, I'm like, that smells... You got a strawberry opener. You put your nose in that. Yeah. You tell me they're different. Stick the strawberry up your nose. Tell me if you smell that. Now smell this weed. <laughs> like, well, now the weed's just going to smell like strawberries. <laughs> yeah, I have a strawberry <laughs> in my nose. But it's like, uh, this is the thing that I I haven't been able to verify. But that I've heard, and it makes sense to me, which is that uh, cannabis can produce all the terpenes. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. So, like, as a plant, marijuana can produce all of the terpenes, which yeah. are, like, you know, I know you know that they're the scent molecules yeah. of plants, but, like, we're doing a little bit of edification. Yeah. And it's like, so when someone says, like, oh, it's mango kush or, like, pineapple chump, right. they don't mean, like, uh, in any way that it was crossbred. Right. <laughs> it's, a, um, it's the same way that, like, people... That uh, took me a while to try to The same way that when, like, perf- like perfume, mm-hmm. when it smells like something, it's usually not that thing that you're smelling. A lot of times it's, like... The, sec- the secretion of a weird bug or like yeah dude something like it's Fuck like that yeah. kind of shit. <clears throat> but it's, a, it's like it's it hits the same uh like there's the whole gas cloud it's the space. same receptor that there's a gas yeah. cloud in space that's been mapped that smells like raspberries because it's made of the okay. chemical that smells like raspberries yeah so there's like we know we know of the location yeah. in space of a whole huge patch of gas. Like how far? How far? Like way too far oh, away. Okay. It's not even close to practical. But how? Like one, f- two light years? What are you, what no, are you talking? no, 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 okay. way further. <laughs> but how the fuck cool would it be to be like, all right, guys, get on board. We're going to this fucking raspberry patch. <laughs> that's the. 
<laughs> it's just a huge pile yeah. of gas in space. It we're going go like to raspberries. Zero, we're gonna go to Zero Dawn 27, but on the way. <laughs> but on the way, we'll hit the raspberry patch. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, yeah. there's just, there are chemicals that smell. And that's, yeah. that's the thing that takes a while to wrap your brain around. Yeah. Is that like it's not just a raspberry that smells like a right. raspberry? Like there is. There's a chemical. There in are a two. There are two plants. There's a pear tree uh-huh. and a viburnum bush that, to the human nose, smells literally like dog shit. No, yeah, what? They are disgusting. In fact, uh, two, <laughs> two of the pear trees uh, are. There's two of those pear trees, on the street outside of the elk. <laughs> Oh, really? And it's part of the reason why I don't like sitting on the patio with the elk. Because it's summer. Like shit. Because it smells like, or, you know, early spring, you can sit yeah. there and go, it smells like duck shit. It's literally those pear trees. Really? <laughs> and I've, wa- I've sat and watched people on the patio, like, sniffing, like, to figure out. Have you ever thought farted. about contacting Marshall? I mean, like, hey, man. <laughs> I don't know that they have any control over it. Cause they absolutely do. <laughs> It's not hurting their business. There's so many people. It is goddamn <laughs> hurting their business to have a shit smelling pear tree. Like, like, dude, the the elk, the people that run the elk are so involved with that neighborhood. Yeah. That like, I should tell them that I'll, I should. You should be, and, and they don't have to chop it down. Like, let's make it a whole thing. Let's get the neighborhood to pitch in and relocate, or maybe the elk to like. Transplant it's actually that. a pretty old. It's pretty old for the type of tree it is, and it's probably gonna die soon. Really? Yeah. Well, they're fucking it, dude. Let's chop that fucker down, dude. I'm just saying you should go in there, like before we air this podcast. <laughs> you should be like. <laughs> I'm not saying anything against the elk. They're they're badass. Yeah, it's nothing against it. I don't think it bothers very many other people, but like besides me. Because also I've sat on the patio with people and said, "Can you smell that?" And they're like, "No, we don't. We don't smell that." Yeah. Well, fair enough, dude. But I mean, like, if if we're talking about percentages of dog shit smell, <laughs> you know, like zero is the yeah. king, right? Yeah, zero, zero percent dog shit. Supposed to have zero of those terpenes. Yeah, those yeah. terpenes are not needed for enjoyment <laughs> of a Friday. Hey, are you having a good Friday? I don't know, man. Like, I haven't smelled dog shit in a while. Like, I don't know. There are, there's also the plants. I don't know if any. Well, probably not anyone but me is a fan of. Uh, well, actually, everyone probably is. From Planet Earth, the, the narrator, uh, yeah. David Attenborough. Yeah. He put out a series that uh, I would lose my shit over when I was in horticulture school. Which was? Called The Secret Life of Plants. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. But they. He did like 10 minutes in one of those on this flower in Borneo. Yeah. That literally has evolved to, um, it's evolved to recreate the scent of a um, dead carcass. Oh. Because flies pollinate it. I feel like I <laughs> so know about what you're talking about. He like, and I think in the, th- in the, in the show, he puts his face in it just to prove that it's like an obnoxious smell. <laughs> And, and like it gags. shows like flies just, uh, just all over it. But anyway, hey, that's have, all the terpenes. That's I have a real, point. I have a real serious question for you. Uh-oh. Do you think you have something to talk about for like forty five seconds if I use the bathroom? Because <laughs> I don't want to. Is it only going to be forty five seconds? Yeah, count them. 
Uh, yeah, I'm coming right. down uh, Do it. now. Um, I want to talk to the listeners about... I had uh, marijuana soda for the first time. And I want to say this. I don't smoke a lot of weed. I don't eat... Don't do a lot of edibles or candies. But the soda is pretty rad to just sit and sip on. Figure out the dose. Uh, some of them, almost, well, they all tell you which dosage to try. But I personally mixed their dosage with a little gin and a little soda water. And uh, I did about three, three or four of those, uh, those drinks. And it was, it made for a really fun night of um, just listening to a lot of music on Spotify. A lot of John Prine. It made me listen to John Prine. And... It made me listen to a little bit of Hank Williams Jr. And and then I played a dice game with my friend Kristen, and uh, she took all my money. So I was I was telling the kids about how pretty, I drink how I drink uh, weed soda. Close. I drink pretty weed soda. Pretty fucking close, boys and girls. <laughs> I drank weed soda last night. Did you? Yeah. How do you like it? Um, it tasted the soda itself. I'm sure. First, just to like see. Right. What, uh, you can't taste. It's not. It's not no. like some edibles where you can taste. Well, you. A bit of the, weed. the issue is that with the commercial edibles, they're all regulated on dosage. Yeah. So, if you are a, a novice weed consumer, mm-hmm. then actually, <laughs> crazily enough, the sodas are the riskiest choice. Yeah. Because. If you buy candies or brownies or whatever, like, now admittedly, you could buy a big brownie mm-hmm. that has servings on it. Right. But, like, the thing is with the sodas, they're all sold with a cap that has a measure. Yeah. So you can break it down into the increment measurements. Right. But who the fuck does that? Well, this one had a plastic thing that the bottle sat in that you pull oh. off. And that's S- the Same difference. That's yeah. The measure- yeah. But the nice thing about it was that you could recap. No, it was a twist. Like... It was a twist off, so you could recap oh. it. You know, Fuck yeah. thing. And yeah. we're sharing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between three. But people. it's like you know who uses the poor thing. We did. Did you? Yeah. You guys metered it. <laughs> yeah. I'm super proud of you. And I had three, uh, three, three doses. Meters? Three doses. You of had it. thirty milligrams of THC. Uh, yeah, I think that's what. It... How was it? It's great. Like, and I was I mixed it with. <laughs> Little boost. I mix it with gin and soda. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah of yeah, course, so dude. Was... Alcohol increases THC absorption in the bloodstream. Yeah, so it was. Uh... So like, if you that's why the crossfade is a real thing. Right. Like that's the thing people don't plan. Usually for. that uh, would put you down. Put me down and like. But you had be... a very metered weed intake. Like right, it was... 30 um, milligrams... It, was, it wasn't like burned. smoking it and then drinking a bunch or drinking a bunch No, 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 smoking. it wasn't like that It didn't at hit all. me all at once. It was right, like you were doing them at the same time. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, not, right? Isn't it really fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing is like... And I feel like the soda <clears throat> was more... was um, much different than eating an edible. For, yeah, 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 because the it soda... It was less body hot. Like, more, I've had brownies. More cerebral. I've had brownies where I couldn't get out of a chair. More cerebral? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because the sodas are infused with a uh, concentrate. Yeah, and whereas like a, a brownie, 
to is cook it in gonna have a butter. Yeah. Now that having been said, the commercial brownies that are available are concentrated okay. because it's just easier to meter the dosages that way. Right. Because like I mean, it's fucking annoying to make butter at a certain specific like potency right. each fucking time because that means you need the weed to be the same. Right. Which is rough. Yeah. Rough and tough. Yeah. Uh, that that having been said, I'm not a fan of uh, concentrate edibles. Mm. I'm not. And the reason I'm not is because smoking flour, as we call it these days, which right. I get is super fucking pretentious, <laughs> but that's what it is. It is a flour. Right. Smoking flour gives you this really beautiful thing that is commonly referred to as the entourage effect. Right. Where there's like, yeah, there's the THC, but there's all, like, there's flavonoids. Mm -hmm. There's the terpenes. There's all these other chemicals. Yeah. And the whole package is what you get when you smoke it. Yeah. Whereas when you dab, it's very cerebral, and you get super the fuck high. Yeah. And when you eat buttery, like, normal confections, you get, like, body melted. Right. But flower herb is this beautiful blend of the two. Right. And that's why I like body melty edibles. Because that way, if you're taking like dabs and you're like getting head high and it's just getting oppressive, you can eat like a, a brownie. <laughs> and it just drops yeah. you back down into being like super mm. regular high. Like you're just like, oh yeah, well fuck Now me. it matches. Yeah, now yeah. I'm having real fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not just, like, so high, I can't, like, I'm sitting in the corner, like, God, my head hurts, and I have space and marbles. Yeah. Then you eat the brownie, and it kicks in, and you're like, fuck, there's reggae? <laughs> there's been reggae going on the whole time, and I haven't been grooving? I felt it in my body. Yeah, dude. <laughs> my body's been sober. My brain's too high. People don't get that. Anyway, we're losing fans. Yeah. I gotta say this, whoever you are that's listening, thank you because <laughs> our numbers spiked. Mm -hmm. Like, we're in the 1,000 plus range right now. Even without putting out an episode for however long? I don't get it. That's why I don't put any faith in the Squarespace numbers. Yeah. <laughs> they went from 800 to over 11. Sweet. Yeah. I think it's probably all that promoting we're doing <laughs> in our shows. Here's the thing. I've started to talk about it at all. Yeah. That's a big step forward. Yeah. And also, um, you know, we've said this before and nothing's come of it, so approach it with some caution. But keep your eyes peeled for some... I think that we're going to be doing some shit, Casey and I, here in the next little bit. I don't mean like in the next like month or two, but like in the next six months, we're finally going to like put some shit down that I think we've been talking about offhandedly for a little while. Yeah. It's going to be really fun and we want you guys to be a part of it. Uh, we want to do a live podcast and that's just yeah. the teaser. That's the, that's the kickoff, I think, to this quote-unquote new... I don't want to say more professional, but like... like at yeah. least we're trying to like produce something. Right. Like We're trying to do something here. Yeah. Like, I know we take this very haphazardly, and it's fun, you know, because right. it's free, and we're yeah. just, this is a thing we do, because why not? Yeah. 
But that doesn't mean that that's how we approach comedy or our comedy careers. Mm. And that having been said, we do want to do a live podcast, but there's more in the pipelines, I feel. I feel yeah. How do you feel? I feel like you have specifics you haven't told me. I do. Yeah. I got whole. I got a whole <laughs> fucking thing, dude. Right. And uh, that having been said, uh, Casey, what do you got? Uh, you guys, if you're there tonight, that'd be awesome if you're at the Riddler. If you can hear this <laughs> yesterday, yeah, come to the Riddler tonight. Uh, I'll be there. Uh, I will be in the Spokane Comedy Mixtape on uh, Tuesday, November 21st, I believe is the date. Yep. Um, I think Josh, you're on that, right? I think so. We'll see. Yeah, I think if the lineup is like eight comics, it's a recording, so the more people you can get out to laugh, <coughs> uh, the better the recording is, guys. And you can listen for your own laugh, even if you don't want to hear the jokes. I agree. And you hear the recording. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. That's the best part of live recording. Yeah. Wiener! <laughs> yeah. That is going to... I don't have to talk anymore because people took their headphones off after you screamed. <laughs> it's at the Bartlett. November 21st, 8 p.m. I love the Bartlett, dude. Uh, also be in a... Um, looks like I'll be in a local show. <coughs> following week, November 28th. More details to come on that. Perfect. Um, and as always, come to Gefire Yourself Thursday nights at 10 p.m. We had a ban this last week, but it's every Thursday. Just count Look, on it being every Thursday and fucking ask. Just ask. Like, what I mean, I don't mean to sound mean, but like, like if, if it's, it's canceled, every Thursday, but, but just if, like, it's, if it's canceled on a Thursday and you happen to be down there, the reason for that is that the, we probably have great bands playing. Right. And that's why I've canceled the comedy. And, and, and also... So either way, it's worth it. I don't want to shit on what free. you think he means by great bands, but like, dude, the people that come through the baby bar, yeah. like the odds are that like in five years, you're going to pay $38 to see them. Yeah. I can't tell you the first two times I saw The Devil Makes Three at the baby bar, mm-hmm. I paid zero dollars. Then the third time I paid five dollars. And then the next time they came through Spokane, it was forty dollars. Yeah. That's a great it's... fucking band and they played the baby bar three fucking times as far as I remember. Uh twice, I believe. No, really? I thought they the did. first one was at the shop. Oh first, their first time in Spokane. Never mind. Okay. Uh but there are but there are tons of bands that come through. <clears throat> And they'll be they'll come play the baby or like a Wednesday or Thursday night, right? And you talk getting somewhere, and you talk to them, and they're like, they just came from the East Coast through the Midwest or something. And two nights before they played Nino Burrito, they were at some like two thousand seat theater right. in Pennsylvania or something. They're just they're trying to out. get somewhere, right? And Nino Burrito gives a shit about music, so you guys help bands out. Yeah, and the people that come there love good music. I agree. I used to be one of them. I'm trying to start to be again. (laughs) I feel bad about that. Like about not attending music things. No, about not going to Nito Burrito enough. It's like it feels like I do though. We do everything. Everybody does things in like spurts and cycles. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But like, it's just the people there in general were so good to me for so long Mm -hmm. that to not be there and support it. Feels bad. In yeah, a way. But... I get it. I do get spurts and seasonals. I do. And I'm not, that's why I don't yeah. feel 
truly bad. <laughs> but like a part yeah. of me is like, fuck, winter formal's coming up. Yeah. And I can't just show up for winter formal. You gotta dress everybody dresses. No, up. what I mean is I need to be there a month before like a reestablishing presence. <laughs> I think I think your presence is intact. John. I don't agree. I do not the fuck agree. I go there. No one knows who I am. I'm just a guy. The staff knows. Not as many of them as I want. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking There's about. There's all these burrito jockeys that I don't know who they are. It's everybody there is are people that you know. <laughs> I don't know anybody that makes What do you have going on? Um, <laughs> fuck, what do I have going on? I will be at the Spokane Comedy Mixtape. But before that, and I'm oh, I'm really fucking excited about this. I will be at Barter Fair this coming weekend. Yeah. And uh, I'm taking uh, my 30-watt bass amp, and I want to get a microphone yeah. and a cord. I need to get a cord from you if I can borrow one. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I want to borrow a mic and a cord. Yeah. I want to take that shit up. Because I was talking to Casey, uh-huh. and she was like, come be on our vending row. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't. I don't, I don't have shit to sell. They're like, she's like, sell your jokes. And I was like, oh. Yeah. So it's like, look. Three jokes for a joint? That's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty fucking fair, bro. <laughs> and all you got to do is not say the same jokes to like, the guy that saw these ones. Yeah. Like, you got to, yeah. you know, yeah. two sets. Or- or just tell them the first half of every joke you missed. Yeah. yeah. But I, I really want to do comedy at Barter Fair. Yeah. Because I think people will like it. I think they'll support it. Like, I want to do it very similar to how we did Conscious Culture Festival. I yeah. want to do an open mic on a Friday. And yeah, then cool. do, like, a fucking show show on a Saturday mm-hmm. night. Maybe late. Who knows? Even if it's just spoken. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, then the weekend following that, on the 28th, I will be at Mike Schneider's house up oh, north. the Halloween party? Yeah, the Halloween party that Brandy's putting on with Mike Schneider. Uh, I'm doing the comedy show there. It's like a... <coughs> it's like a, a roast slash more, like, death notice thing. Oh, uh, the, um, obituary. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Perfect, thank you. It's yeah. like it's like an obituary roast thing. Yeah. Where like I'm going up with Brandy. Like that's the the she's gonna obituary roast me <laughs> and I'm gonna obituary roast her. Right. And there's like a bunch of good matchups. Yeah, a lot of good locals. Yeah, I think that show is gonna yeah. be really fucking fun. Yeah. So like if you don't know about it, just hit me up on Facebook or probably Casey. I don't know. Yeah. Just the issue is that you guys can't have the big house party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that means things suffer. <laughs> if you guys want to chip in, I don't mean like chip in like pay, but like move people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's way up an Indian trail. Yeah. That's the only bummer about the whole thing. Yeah. Dude. But. I went to the party on Christmas Eve there. Yeah, I, I, I heard about ticket. it. In the morning. <laughs> For not stopping fully. Mm. You know when you're just driving? In the morning? Yeah. In oh. the morning, I got all the way home. I fucking slept it off, dude. I'm not, like, trying to be an asshole. Yeah. But I was, like, super tired. 
Yeah. And I got on that right hand turn onto third. You know, oh, what I mean? so you were almost home. Yeah. Oh. And I just rolled it like oh, like the I just camera gave you the ticket. Yeah, the camera. Yeah. Like I just ever so slightly did not fully stop right. and it didn't and I looked at the video and I didn't try to appeal because I was like, fuck I didn't. <laughs> fuck. Um other than that, uh you know, just check me out on all social media platforms at Shimshami. S-H-I-M-S-H-A-M-M-I-E. I have at Josh T. Ford on Twitter. So I do things there, but don't look at it. <laughs> I try to keep it like more comedic, but I'm just... I'm fucking coming to the realization really, really quickly that the only thing prohibiting me from moving forward in comedy is my lack of professionalism. Yeah. And that is a bummer because I'm so much more professional than I've ever been. And I still am not even close to anywhere where I need to be to do things with my life. Right. And, like, fuck, dude. I'm not Abigail I've been looking for. I'm not trying to be shitty, but, like, I don't want to be 60 and working in the kitchen because I have to. Right. It's one thing if, like, I'm doing it because I like it and I do other things, too. Like... I don't know, man. Like, I'm not trying to shit on anybody. Like, I just... I want better. You know? Like, I know that's not bad. I don't know. I don't know how to say it without being shitty. You get the sentiment I'm striving for, though? Yeah. Like, I... I have a game. There's nothing wrong with any kind of work. Work Mm. in and of itself is beautiful. But, like, I want comedy to be a part of my work. Right. And it's just... I unfortunately am having to come to the realization that like fuck it it may not ever really be. Mm. I'm not saying it won't won't, but like I'm not saying I'm gonna be like just a Spokane open micer for the rest of my life. Right. But at the same time, like I am confronting realities in which my life goes other directions. Mm-hmm. And like I end up being an open micer for my whole life. Because I just do other shit. It's fine. I agree. It's just a bummer when you've like ramped yourself up. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, life is different, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't think you will be. Yeah, no, I clearly won't. (laughs) (laughs) I can't maintain a normal relationship, dude, so I'm fucking, this is where I'm at. All right, we gotta wrap it up. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here already. Go to your gosh darn show. Do the gig. Go to the gig, bruh! I'm gonna do the gig. Do the gig!